You're listening to Seattle Real Estate Podcast. Seattle cops and firefighters feed the homeless after getting fired for refusing the vaccine. That is what we're talking about on the Seattle Real Estate Podcast today. Employment, big component of demand of real estate. That's why we keep going over these numbers. When you're in the midst of a global pandemic, and you've got a little thing called a labor supply shortage going on. These are not times to be firing people or separating them as we now now term it. No longer you're fired, we're gonna need to start the separation process. Because somehow wording things differently makes it better makes it more palatable. Sorry, but hear about your separation. That's no good. Are you are you going to go back together? You, oh, you got fired. Oh, sorry about that. All right. Before we get into it, if you're new here, my name is Sean Reynolds. And getting fired is no laughing matter. It, it's just the terms we use now are ridiculous. My name's Sean Reynolds. I own a couple of real estate companies and I read the news. Here we go. Dozens of Seattle former cops and firefighters were also seen returning their boots to City Hall. Seattle firefighters and Seattle police officers that were fired for not complying with the vaccine mandate are out feeding the homeless, the Post Millennial tweeted Tuesday, accompanied by video footage of the scene. Post Millennial, and that is Katie Davis Court. Um, it's got some, if you want to check out her Twitter account, it's at Katie Davis, uh, Katie Davis Court. Got some, got some good stuff there. I mean, you've got civil servants that are, you know, out doing stuff and serving the community and yet they've been fired because they didn't get the jab. This is not the time to be doing that. But it's what we're doing, right? Democratic Governor Jay Inslee's vaccine mandate for most state workers took effect Monday at 1159pm. Those who did not show proof of vaccination were subsequently out of jobs. But we don't know if you're permanently going to be let go. We're not sure on that yet. We're going to be working with you over the next couple of weeks. You're going to need to take uh, your own personal vacation time and burn that up while we do this because that's, you know, that's just what we're doing here in Seattle and Washington. At 1201, if they're not vaccinated, it depends on whether there's an exemption process or whether they just haven't filled their firework, their, their, not their firework, their paperwork. Democratic Seattle Mayor Jenny Durkin said Monday at a press conference, everyone has to be vaccinated. But we will try to provide a last chance for every city employee who has not complied with this. Our goal here is not to lose employees. Our goal is to get everybody vaccinated. Yeah, you, you, you've made that fairly clear. We, we get that. We hear. And, um, you know, departments throughout the state of Washington are at 90, 95%, 97%. Some are 100% compliance. So you're really going to fire people over this? Huh. All right. Well. Yeah. As of Monday morning, 91% of Seattle Police Department employees and 90% of sworn personnel had been vaccinated, while 7% of the department employees and 8% of sworn employees had filed for exemptions, according to data from the mayor's office. All right. So you've got almost everybody. From what I understand, there's like six police officers who flat out didn't either go for the exemption, didn't turn in their paperwork. Yep. Done. Six out of 1,048 now, there are about 100 and we're going to read about it. There's 100 and something that are going through the exemption process. And they may just be let go too, as well. Because if you're a police officer, and you're looking for an exemption, you might get one based on religion or medical. 
But the accommodation part, that's where it seems to fall apart. Yeah, we can't really find a spot for you. Even though other cities are going with mask mandates. All right, you can do your job. We need you to test once a week, wear a mask, be a good boy or girl, go on your merry way. That's what other cities are doing. Not Seattle, not Seattle, not Washington, not what we're doing. For the fire department, 93% of employees were vaccinated Monday morning and 6% had filed for exemptions. So that by my rough calculations, granted, I'm a real estate guy, so not the best with math. That comes to 99% of the workforce are either covered one way or the other, you got 1% that is uh, holding out there. That's not a lot. There was concern last week that the vaccine mandate would ultimately result in uh, slower 911 responses due to there being fewer officers in the city. All right. And we should say there are slower 911 responses in the city of Seattle because we've had so many cops already leave. That's already a thing. We're talking about further slower responses, just a greater time period for 911 calls to be responded to. Because we've, when you take fewer cops in a fewer cop situation, guess what? That does not, uh, that does not bode well. I feel like I'm on my own. I can't get help from anywhere. I just open the door every day and I don't know if I'm going to go home safe and good to my family or if something is going to happen, Yosef said. Yosef is the owner of Yosef's Pluto Organic Cafe in Belltown. And he told King Five News that last week. I think I did a podcast on that. All of these employment podcasts, they're all running together in my head. There's been so many stories. There's been so many people that have been impacted. The tourists are not going to come. The people are not going to go out of their home to buy things. It's going to be like a ghost city. Meyer Yosef, he's the owner, told King Five. People are concerned because without 911 response time in certain parts of the city, they don't feel safe. And there's a lot of stuff going on. There's some areas that are just really kind of let go to lawlessness. And um, any cops that are taken off, you know, uh, whatever area they work, whatever beat they work, eh, that's not going in the right direction. Durkin, our mayor, struck an optimistic tone, however, and said that the city had a high vaccination rate among first responders and response times to emergency calls would not be impacted all right. Someone calls 911. There will not be significant impacts on response, said Durkin. Washington State Patrol also lost 127 employees following the mandate, including 67 troopers, six sergeants, and one captain. The agency will aggressively recruit for academy classes. All right. Th these things are not going in the right direction. You know what I mean? It's, it's like when you've got a labor supply issue, and there is a labor supply issue. A lot of people say, ah, oh, there's really not. You know, the workers are all there. All right, try hiring one. Try doing that. You see how that works out. Let's take a look at the um, Seattle Police Department. Uh, as of midnight last night, all but six Seattle Police Department employees had submitted their COVID-19 vaccination forms. Six, six. But you've got 103 sworn in civilian Seattle Police Department employees who requested either a medical or religious exemption. So uh, while away from work, those employees will be using their own accrued time balances. The decision on when and whether they will be allowed to return to work will be determined in the coming weeks. Interesting, when and whether they will be allowed to return to work. 
will be determined in the coming weeks. What does that mean? I don't know. Uh, while we work to reach 100% vaccination compliance. All right, enough of that. Let's move on to the next one. Okay, we've got state transportation workers leaving because of the vaccine mandate. All right. So and I think my prediction on the Seattle police officers uh, was 40 to 50. I said at one point in time, 25 to 50, it ended up being six. But if you throw in that 103 that are looking for exemptions that are not actively out there able to be employed to keep the seat, the street safe, you're looking at a total of 109. So it's kind of a matter of how you look at it. Okay, only six, basically, we're out, out, out. You got over 100 that are waiting to hear back on their exemptions and whether they get accommodations or not. That's not good either. Um, but hopefully the city can figure out a way to keep those guys and gals on uh, on the payroll. And maybe we do a little bit of, you know what, uh, about that whole separation thing. We don't feel good about the separation anymore. And we need you back. We need you back because we can't hire. We can't seem to hire. <sighs> police here in the city of Seattle. We're not really sure why. It's craziest thing, but would you please come back? I don't know. That's wishful thinking. I know that's the direction I'm going to go in till I hear otherwise. More than 400 state transportation workers are leaving their jobs because of Governor Jay Inslee's COVID-19 vaccine mandate. All right, state transportation workers. We've already got a problem with the school buses. We've already got a problem with the ferries. We've got a problem with closing down uh, rest stops on our interstates because we don't have enough workers. I mean, these are just storylines that aren't going to go away. You don't have enough employees. But in our infinite wisdom, we're going to let 400 of them go away. Washington State Department of Transportation said 402 employees left state service because of the mandate. Mm. Largest loss was in Washington State Ferries, which is losing 132 employees. Washington State Department of Transportation describes 120 of those as separations and 11 as retirements. It's a good time to retire. Don't want to get the jab. I'm done. I'm out. Don't tread on me. Oh, there's going to be an investigation into that as well. Ugh, ridiculous. I'm not even going to talk about that. I talked about that in another podcast, what that was, but I'm not going to bring any more attention to that than has already been put out there. Um, so we got a bunch of bus routes and we got a bunch of ferry routes that aren't happening because don't have enough, uh, don't have enough to, to cover it. Hundreds fired from state, local agencies following the vaccine mandate. More good news. I know. I know. It's just amazing. So bear with me here. We're going to get through this one. Um, Numbers from King County report that 13,830 employees complied with the mandate, or almost 97% of the workforce. What more do you want? Of the rest, 639 are waiting on religious or medical exemptions. 396 are on extended leave and will need to comply when they return to work. Extended leave. How long is that? I am on extended leave. I'm uh, I'm on year three of extended leave. I built up a substantial amount of vacation time. And 450 did not comply out of 13,830. And they will receive termination letters or separation agreements. King County Executive's Office has a further breakdown of the numbers. King County Sheriff's Office 71 are waiting on exemptions and 12 did not comply. So 83 there. 
All right. And that's out of 623 employees. That's a chunk of King County Metro's 2,614 employees, 119 are waiting on exemptions and 96 did not comply. So over 200 there, you know, probably what, 8%. All right. Washington State Ferries is losing 132 employees. Northwest Region, Washington State Department of Transportation losing 40. The Olympic Region over Olympics is losing 34. The Southwest Region of the state is losing 38. South Central, 50. North Central, 28. Eastern Region, 42. Mega Programs are losing six employees. Headquarters is losing 32 employees. So I don't think there was... I haven't heard of a single um, program that's been at 100% vaccination. Was there one? There was one. I can't remember if maybe it was a teacher's union or something. But it was, I think it was, maybe it was a school district that had reached 100% vaccination rate. And they were pretty excited. You've got all these agencies that are way over 90%. What what more do you need? What What more do you want? I guess you want 100% and you're just going to trim those who don't comply because that's what we're doing here in the state of Washington. It's just, this just doesn't feel right. And, and my stance has been personal choice is important, especially when it comes to medical issues. Personal choice. But these folks, the firefighters and the police officers that took their boots, firefighters took their boots, and there were some shoes and tennis shoes. They put them up on the steps of City Hall. Somebody came by and scooped them up, and they're going to do some kind of uh, like history thing. It's going to be like, all right, here's the, here's the display of those boots that, you know, kind of the symbolic gesture of we're hanging up our boots. We're going to go feed the homeless. I mean, these are people that have been serving whether through you know fire or public safety getting your car on the ferry keeping the roads open i mean these are folks out doing actual jobs that matter to the community and yet because we live in a state where it's been dictated hey yeah jab or job take your pick they're picking mm no jab. It's going to be wild to see how many of these accommodations are given. My guess is some, not a lot. How's that for a really wishy-washy answer? I would say 15% of the accommodations will be made. The others, yeah, you guys are going to need to take an extended vacation and we will give you until XYZ date to comply or else we will, they will, they will fire them. I think that's a very hard reality because there's just not that many of them now that they've beaten everybody over the head with these mandates. Hey, would you like to feed your family? Keep your house? Keep those cars? Keep clothed? Not hit the streets homeless? Would you like to do that? Well, hey, just get the jab. Just just get the jab. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. That's what we're told, right? Yet some people are saying, mm, yeah, no, I don't think so. I'm going to go in a little different direction. I'm going to actually separate myself from all this madness. Even, oh my gosh, even, maybe I should grab my phone while I'm on this topic. I'm going to grab my phone and throw one more in there because it's so ridiculous. Most of you know I've been following this. I'm not a huge sports guy, but you, know, you, can't, you can't miss the headlines. 
the only major head coach in college football here in the state of Washington, head coach at Wazoo, Washington State University. Yep, he got let go. He got let go. He went in for a religious exemption, didn't get it, or maybe he got it, I can't remember, but he is suing. Um, just received this from attorney representing Nick Rolovic, who plans to sue Washington State for a legal termination. He accuses the uh, athletic director, Pat Chun, of discriminatory and vindictive behavior. <sighs> Even the head coach of a football team is just like, don't they play football outdoors? Isn't that last I saw they play football outdoors? I love it in these sporting events where, you know, they're just the, the players are just running around up and down the court doing it, sweating it on, on each other. You know, they're manhandling each other in the NBA. And then you get to the sidelines and, oh, we, we, yeah, we got to put on a mask. They, they get in the huddle. They've, sometimes they've had masks. Sometimes they don't. I know it's all worked out now, but it's like, this is so silly. This is so, so silly. So you've got football players outside who have made it so far with, you know, a handful of them have gotten sick, but a handful of people in every slice of life have gotten sick, right? They're getting fired. All right. You're our head coach. All right. I mean, talk about sending a program into some turmoil over something that is basically a medical decision. So, all right. So those are, those are the hard numbers here in the state of Washington. It's, uh, yeah, it's not as bad as people had made it out to seem. It's not as bad. But in some of these instances, just having a handful of people is extremely detrimental because they've already, they're already working with a skeleton crew in so many industries. How about here in the Port of Seattle? What's that look like? That's got to be a cluster. We already can't get the stuff off fast enough. In just every industry, this is not a time to be firing anybody for anything except the most egregious behavior. Like you commit a violent crime. All right. And we're going to have to let you go. Ah, property crime, just a slight maiming. All right. Yeah. You know what? Times are tough. We're going to need you to do better. I mean, just like, you know, prosecutor here in the city of Seattle, that's how employers should be. That's how these, you know, mandates should be. Yeah. Unless you do something really bad and you're willing to work, we're just going to keep you working. That's how it should be. But it's not. It's, hey, you know, that, that medical decision you were going to make. Mm. Yeah, you didn't go the right direction. Therefore, we're going to need to separate from you. We're going to need to put a little space between us and you. And in the meantime, till we figure out whether we're going to give you your your exception, you're on your own for vacation time. You need to burn that up because that's in our best interest to have you burn up your own vacation time, not sick leave, vacation time. Crazy, right? These are the stories coming out of Washington State. What's going on in the city you live in? I want to hear. I hear those. I see those on the, the comments on YouTube. And I hear people tune in because what's happening here in the state of Washington is so crazy relative to so many other markets. It's just, it's, it's, uh, it's mind blowing. And yet everybody's like, ah, yeah. And folks in Seattle, they, they just think, well, why didn't they just get the jab? Why didn't they just get the jab? And they just can't understand. A little different perspectives. Got some different perspectives. Here in the upper left USA, we've got a different perspective, all right. Yeah. And we're firing our state, local, county, you name it, agencies. 
we're going to have to see how that goes. Because um, yeah, there's not enough employees out there for any of these industries. Are we going to have some very quiet hirebacks? Or maybe, maybe so many of these folks, you know, we're going to talk about separations, and we're going to officially say this is happening. What's really going to go on behind the scenes? What's really going to go on behind the scenes? What's the mayor really going to do of Seattle? I talked about that yesterday. She's really in a tough spot because she either, you know, doesn't fire these cops. And in that case, it's like, well, you just blew smoke up our rear end for a couple of months there. And paper tiger, nothing going on. Or she does fire these cops. And, you know, 911 response time public safety in Seattle suffers. Take your choice. Which one do you want to, which one do you want to go with? Which one do you want to go with? Granted, we're down to a hundred and whatever police officers, but that's in a time where you're supposed to have like 1400 and you've got like 1048. We've also got what a couple hundred that are on what I call permanent vacation, a little Aerosmith reference there. You're on permanent vacation. There's no such thing as permanent vacation, but it's vacation. It's extended vacation, right? Yeah, we're just trying to figure out what's going on. Maybe we're recovering from an injury. Just taking some time off to taking a little sabbatical from law enforcement in Seattle. A lot of that going on. What are those folks going to end up doing? Because if a couple hundred of those folks don't end up coming back, if it's permanent vacation, those are some of the things that we're working on. We're working on following. So this is an ongoing topic. Ugh, I wish it wasn't. But then again, I wouldn't have the podcast material. So bring it on, right? And we're going to talk about it. Good, bad, and indifferent. All right. Thanks to all of you who've sent in uh, suggestions on the podcast rebranding. Just going to have to see how that goes. Um, yeah. Appreciate your comments. And I appreciate you tuning in. So that's it for me on this one. Thanks again for being here. Uh, yeah. Until then, stay safe. Make good choices. At home, that's what we oftentimes tell the cat, which is named Kitty. So unique. When the cat walks out the, the door, it's an old cat. It's used up its nine lives. It's literally been run over by a car. We tell it when it leaves and it's kind of getting dark, kind of getting to that pet getting eaten by a wild animal time period. Make good choices, meaning stay around the house so you don't get eaten. I don't want to see you get eaten either. So make good choices. We'll talk soon. Until then, bye for now. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel and hit the notification bell so you'll know when our next video is out. 